Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Welcome, everyone. My name is Tim Mosier, your host today for Real Presence Live, coming at you from the mothership here in Fargo, North Dakota, downtown Fargo, right across from the Cathedral of St. Mary's. I'd like to thank Therese for producing, as always. Therese, I love this fancy new clock you have in the studio. It's awesome. Yeah, very professional. You said Eli was kind of the instigator of that? Okay. Even provided the funds, probably. Huh? What a guy. You got deep pockets. Might as well use them, right? <laughs> no, this is wonderful. And as the intro says, beauty. The world will be saved by beauty. Or as Bishop Robert Barron says, lead with beauty. In this day and age, truth, goodness, yeah, but leading with them can be a little risky. It shouldn't, shouldn't be, but it can be. But when you lead with beauty, truth and goodness will follow. I'd like to thank everyone for joining today. We have a great, great show planned for you. Uh, as always, we begin with a prayer, though. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, Lord, we praise and we thank you. We give you glory. Lord, we thank you for the resurrection, for this beautiful truth, Lord, that we will follow Jesus into a resurrection, as he tells us in John 5. Resurrection to life for those who have followed him. And, of course, there's a different resurrection as well, Lord. Give us the grace. Give us the grace to follow Christ so we may be with him forever in heaven. Let us celebrate this Easter joy as the apostles did. And our mother did, as we ask for her intercession. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of the Resurrection, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We've got our first guest here, live in studio, Jeff Bates. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing great, Tim. Good. Th- thanks for having me. Hey, no problem. Did you notice if you say Mary, Queen of, and something really good related to Christ, it just always works? Mm, it does, know? yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I like to start every session uh, in my practice with a prayer. So to invite the Holy Spirit in to help us so we we uh, say what we need to say and hear what we need to hear. So Amen. That's important. So, yeah, so true, Jeff. And Jeff, you're with, or you own, I guess, Vita Counseling. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, uh, Vita Counseling is uh, something I started uh, in 2015. Uh, I had a I had a varied career in different uh, different parts of counseling, and uh, there wasn't a, really any Catholic counselors at that time. There was a few Christian counselors, but nobody really centered on the Catholic faith. And I really wanted to bring my faith into my counseling, so I started, uh, like I said, in 2015. So. Yeah, that's great. You know, and, and I think that's so important, Jeff, because I know I've had some friends that are Christian counselors, you know, and, and, and certainly that, that's a good basis to start. But there are so mm-hmm. many things, especially in this day and age. I mean, I, I look at our culture, even, you know, some of the mainline Protestant churches, I mean, evangelical right. churches, there really starting to be some, some great wide divisions with what the Catholic Church teaches in terms of marriage, family, procreation, mm-hmm. those type of things. And it's so important to have a Catholic perspective. Yeah, I, I, I've had 
clients come to me and they said uh, to their secular counselor that they were praying novena for something and then and this counselor didn't know what they were yeah. talking about mm-hmm. and they don't understand our concept of uh, confession they don't understand uh, a lot of things about our faith and well and a lot of times they have misconceptions right. and that can really uh, affect the counseling so yeah so true i think it's so important although i've never had like formal counseling but i'm guessing it's very important to feel that connection with their counselor connection with their therapist they mm-hmm. understand what i'm talking about they get it and as you mentioned these secular counselors and even some christian counselors just don't quite get it right because they don't have the the catholic background or the catholic faith yeah, and then that's why, you know, I try to um, uh, get the, the relationship going with a prayer. You know, mm-hmm. I like to bring Jesus and the Holy Spirit into yeah. the session. Well, because I need help. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, it, and it also, yeah, like you said, it, it kind of brings that relationship between us that we, you know, we get it a lot better. So that's a, a wonderful thing to start out with and to bring... Uh, right away, they know that we have something in common. Right yeah. away, they know we have a bond. Exactly. So. So, so was it a long process starting Vita? I mean, was it something you thought about and prayed about a lot? Or did your wife just say, hey, Jeff, you got to do this? <laughs> How did it come about? Well, actually, yeah, M- Michelle, my wife of, uh, well, it'll be 39 years this July, mm-hmm. had, had a lot to do with my mm-hmm. career. Mm-hmm. In fact, she, uh, uh, back over a cup of coffee, um, I was living in Drayton at that time. I was a farmer for 20 years. Sure, yeah. And uh, she asked me a question one day over coffee. If you could do anything over, what would you do? And I, I right away said I would have went to college for psychology. Mm-hmm. I came back at noon and she told me, you better uh, go early today because uh, classes start at the air base and I signed you up. So, <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> so it, it's wonderful to have a partner in mm-hmm. life that, that you can really share things with. And, and uh, yes, she was very instrumental in getting... Uh, my counseling career going, and uh, the fact that uh, at other facilities, our counseling practices, I couldn't bring the spiritual element into it. Yeah, so. so true. So to talk with Jeff Bates here from Vita Counseling about Catholic counseling, you know, it's interesting we mentioned that about because our wives know us better than anyone, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I was a coach at for you know thirty years. Yep. And and my wife Veronica, again, just just like Michelle, she's very very good, very <laughs> insightful. Mm-hmm. Um, she she uh, is the reason I'm actually doing three things. Um, number one, uh, my, my music. You know, I mm-hmm. go out and, I, and and she said, "Have you ever thought about just going out and playing somewhere? Just 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 you know, because you know you got a gift." You should share with these. So I started doing that some, and then they actually started paying me for it. I went, oh, wow, you know, what a bonus. <laughs> Second thing, um, when I was going to get out of the coaching, I said, you know, what does God want me to do? I didn't really know for sure what God wanted mm-hmm. me to do. She says, uh, there's an opening for the Respect Life Director at the Diocese of Fargo. I didn't know. You know she said, there's mm-hmm. this opening, you know, you, well, let's, let's investigate. So I investigate, applied, got the job. Excellent. Uh, and then the third thing is... Um, the diaconate. Yeah. She said, have you ever thought about, you know, formation for the diaconate? I said, well, I've thought about it, but not really. Well, let's look into it more. Now I'm in, now I'm an aspirant in, in formation, mm-hmm. you know? So I guess my whole point is when you have a marriage, and, and I'm sure your marriage isn't perfect, Jeff, but I got to tell you, in the only the 10 years I've been married to Veronica, I am so much a better man than when I was before. I'm yes. so much more loving, so much more thoughtful, so much more open to what God wants, mm-hmm. not what I might want. Yeah, and you know, as uh, as couples come together, uh, their their perspective changes. Uh, a lot of times they don't think about these ideas. Uh, and marriage and uh, children, 
uh, bring people where, hey, I have to make some changes in my life. I can't live the way I was living. And it gives them an open, uh, different perspective on living for other people. Yeah. And and a lot of us, you know, we live selfish lives yeah. before we get married. You know, we don't have to look after ourselves. Yeah. We don't have to look after the other person. So yeah. it makes a big difference. Yeah, exactly. That's so true. My brother, one of my brothers was here. My, my mom passed away for a funeral, funeral last oh, week. Thank you. And brought some of his family and everything. And he looked at his, his son and says, you know, you're, you're, you're being a mollusk right now. I said, a mollusk? <laughs> yeah, he says, you're rather shellfish. Mm. Shellfish. Yeah, yep. yeah, I know. It's oh my gosh. <laughs> but anyway, but but talking about our wives and talking about this communication and everything, which is so important, Jeff. You've recently started uh, talking about in marriage prep about life skills. You talk about life skills. Tell us a little bit about that and, and why it's so important in marriage prep. Uh, life skills uh, helps couples identify um, their what they're good at, their strengths and their weaknesses. Uh, life skills. Uh, um, the program that I'm involved in is it's through the diocese, uh, and we're having one this weekend up in Grand Forks. Um, but basically, you recognize a lot of the skills that you need to learn in life and that you need to learn in a marriage to make a marriage really successful. Uh, we start out uh, talking about roles, roles and expectations mm-hmm. in a marriage. Um, a lot of times, uh, we don't... Re- realize where we get these roles. So we look at family of origin issues um, because it, it's really important. I mean, uh, where did you get the idea of what a mother's like? What mm-hmm. did you get the idea of like what a husband looks like? What does that role look like? And where did you learn it? And in your family of origin, how did uh, mom and dad deal with conflict? How did mom and dad deal with uh, unexplained expenses and things like that? And those are, are really important to go back and because... Those are the things that you learned growing up. So you have those things in the back of your in your mind. Um, and how is that going to play out in the marriage to come, your, your new marriage that you're starting? Yeah, so true. We're talking with Jeff Bates of Vita Counseling, Catholic Counseling here on the Real Presence Live Show here. Coming at you from Fargo, North Dakota today. You know, Jeff, uh, we were talking a little bit before, you know, there, there's so many things that uh, a lot, of, especially these new couples. Well, let me just make one comment on what you said first. I so agree with what you said. It makes perfect sense. When I think of what's it like to be a husband, what's it like to be, what's it like to be a father? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think back to my dad. You know, yep. what do I expect? What do I expect a wife to be a mother to be? It's so true. And one thing, by the grace of God, that we've that I've taken forward, is I never heard my dad or mom ever raise their voice to each other. Never mm-hmm. once. You know, and, and I didn't realize until junior high that other families <laughs> there's problems. Like, what well, yeah. your, your dad yells at your mom? They, 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 well, whatever. And so I didn't realize that. But one thing I took for him, by the grace of God, I can say that in Veronica as in my marriage too, we've never raised our voice at each other. Now, we've had disagreements, of mm-hmm. course, but God has given us the grace and quite honestly, that modeling I've had from my family of origin says, yelling yep. at each other is not going to accomplish anything. You know, and by the grace of God, we've, you know, found calm ways to deal mm-hmm. with that. And one of the things that's important with that is uh, you talk about what your your style of fighting is because some families, um, they... They stay on an argument till they reach the conclusion. Mm-hmm. And some families, uh, if you raise your voice, it's over. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we're walking out of the room. We'll come back when things are calmer. But if you don't know the, what strategy you're, you're, uh, you're engaged, uh, your spouse to be it uses, it can really be a conflict because you could be chasing them around the room wanting an answer and they're 
they're thinking this is terrible. You know, I want to get out of this relationship. Yeah, so. exactly. Well, let's well, let's deal with it later. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Well, that's one area. Jeff, tell us some other areas. What are some other areas that you know engaged couples, especially maybe Catholic couples, might not think about as mm-hmm. they're coming into marriage prep? Well, it's uh, Catholic couples um, are very similar to well, every couple comes <laughs> into uh, marriage prep, but Catholic couples. Uh, one of the things they need to realize, and well, hopefully they have before they get there, mm-hmm. but uh, a lot of times it's amazing what they haven't talked about. But they need to realize that uh, the Catholic Church places a lot on the ceremony. They, they, you know, Jesus is the author of marriage. Mm-hmm. We need to have Jesus in the marriage. Um, and throughout the weekend, you know, they get uh, uh, talks by priests. They get a talk on uh, natural family planning. And it's amazing how many um, Catholic uh, engaged couples uh, don't really know much about that until mm-hmm. their pre-marriage weekend. Mm-hmm. So uh, Catholic couples, you know, need to learn that uh, uh, we expect a little bit more out of marriage. It's not something we take lightly, mm-hmm. and it needs to be taken really serious. And it, that that's a good thing because, like I said, a lot of these couples don't talk about, you know, certain subjects until they get there. Exactly. I would guess probably money and the use of money is probably mm-hmm. another another area that they probably yeah. don't think about as much as they should. Yeah. Should we have a, a combined checking account? Uh, a lot of couples come in. You have your job. I have mine. Yours, mine, but and ours, or you know, yeah. three yeah. checkbooks. You pay for this. I pay for that. And that's that's always a recipe for disaster. You know, you have to. Then you won't have an argument, um, you know, should I get a Harley Davidson or a dryer? You know, these, <laughs> yeah, these, yeah. Are, these <laughs> yeah. are questions that you, you'll talk about yeah. in the pre-marriage weekend. Exactly. You know, Jeff, one of the things that I've experienced, I'm no counselor, but one of the things I've experienced, we certainly have, everything that Veronica can have is ours, right? You no, know, mm-hmm. there's nothing separate like that. But it really, or even natural family planning, what these things do is they make the couple communicate and yeah. communicate honestly. And I'm guessing that's a big part of marriage success and happiness. Yeah, communication is huge. Um, in what I talk about, um, we talk about uh, conflict resolution. How do you handle that? Um, uh, like I mentioned earlier, uh, what, what's your role is going to be? Mm-hmm. Um, how, uh, what are the, are the, the techniques that, that go into uh, conversation? And how do you have a special time that you communicate? What are you going to do in the future? Mm-hmm. Um, Michelle and I always have uh, coffee in the morning. That's always been our time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we had four children, you know, growing up. Um, so it was that was our time in the morning before everybody got up. So, yeah. Yeah, so true. That, and that that's what we do as well. We have uh, a time in the morning when uh, when Romeo, our three and a half year old, mm-hmm. is, is still sleeping. We have that. We have the monitor on him now, right? You know, can do all that. You mm-hmm. know, and uh, that that's that's one of the times when we can. And, and then in the evening we do that. So exactly, we're talking with Jeff Bates from Vita Counseling and the importance of Catholic counseling, and also especially in marriage preparation. When we come back after the break, we're going to talk about some of the skills and how he teaches these couples to develop and use those skills for a healthy, holy, and happy marriage. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll be back right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? 
This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for the whole family, contact lenses, glasses, and vision therapy services. Our specialized vision therapy program works to improve how the eyes work together as a team. We work with our patients to improve reading difficulties, lazy eyes, eye turns, and focusing problems, which can be detrimental to performance in the classroom and on the job. You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Real Presence Live. Tim Moser, your host here, coming at you from the Fargo Studios, looking at Therese through the window mm-hmm. underneath the beautiful new clock. And you're... <laughs> Yes, exactly. So she's producing today. Thanks again so much, Therese, for doing that. We're talking with Jeff Bates from Vita Counseling, Catholic Counseling, about the importance of life skills in marriage preparation. And and Jeff, maybe just go through some of the basic skills that you're gonna you're gonna touch on in this marriage prep that when you uh, present to couples. Okay, well, it uh, really centers on communication, which is a huge part of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, young, engaged couples are, are so full of love, you know, a lot of times. <laughs> you know, they, Love, quote-unquote, yeah, right? That's right, and, and they don't talk about things like, uh, oh, you mean I can't play video games, you know, with my buddies, uh, you know, three <laughs> nights a week? Well, no, that's probably probably going to come to an end, or you have to get some communication going on on how much of that you're going to be allowed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they don't really communicate on some of the really important things that they need to decide upon. Um, engaged couples take communication survey when they're there, mm-hmm. so um, they get to learn what, what techniques and what styles they use in communication. Um, so if they have any conflict resolution, and we kind of go through some role plays uh, to teach them yep. to conflict communication. Conflict resolution, I should say. But, but wait, Jeff, we're in love. We're never going to have any conflict. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, everything's just wonderful. You know, we're just going to ride off into the sunset on a white horse. Exactly. But it, yeah, it, the reality sets in yeah. really quick mm-hmm. in a marriage. Yeah. As, you know, especially deciding, you know, where they're going to live and, you know, rooms in the house, checkbooks like we discussed earlier. Um we also uh, talk about the five love languages. Mm, um, we have them take a take a quiz 
um, you know, so they can they can find out if uh, what their partners um, what they expect out of mm-hmm. love are they are physical touch? Do they like words of affirmation, gifts? Uh, and that's really important to know, and because you don't want to uh, touch on the wrong love language. It's mm-hmm. like I keep keep giving her all these gifts, and if she wants quality time, right. um, it's it's going to be an issue in marriage. You know, sooner or later, the love does wear off. Mm-hmm. I, I hate to tell young couples <laughs> that, but it does. Yeah. You know, they need to learn that. So yeah, so we just basically center on uh, communication skills. I like couples to think about, um, you know, a mission statement for their marriage. Mm, I like that. Because uh, a lot of times, uh, you know, they work at companies and corporations. They always have a big mission statement. Mm-hmm. But a, a lot of couples don't take the time to figure out um, what, what do we want our marriage to look like. Mm-hmm. So I always want them to incorporate uh, a marriage mission statement, mm-hmm. you know, so they can kind of incorporate their roles as a Catholic father or a husband you know, what do I expect of myself? You know, like mm-hmm. we talked about earlier, when you get married, uh, a lot of times you have to step it up a little bit, mm-hmm. raise the bar. Mm-hmm. So um, so we like to center on, on communication and we'll give uh, couples opportunities to to work on, on this. We'll give them a little question and then say, okay, you guys got 15 minutes yep. to talk about this. And usually couples are really pretty good about that. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the criticisms we get is you don't get enough time to talk about okay. that. But uh, we always finish the weekend with a mass. So we, we want to give couples plenty of time after after I'm done talking to, where they can uh, prepare for mass if they yeah. need to go to confession. Or mm-hmm. Well, interesting you mentioned that because the first thing that popped into my mind when you were talking about communication and then mass as well, this is really the ultimate in communication, right? Communicating with our God, mm-hmm. worshiping our God, receiving the grace that we receive from the sacraments. That communication, that our our relationship with Christ has to be where it starts. And when it starts there, I always mm-hmm. think about this in my own life. So my relationship with Christ has to be first. And if it is first, what's going to be my first human? Right. Then it's going to be my spouse. Mm-hmm. And so it just flows from that, doesn't it? That's right. And, and uh, you know, like I always tell people, uh, our couples, I should say that you know when you're when you're getting married, uh, kind of like your number one thing in life is to get your spouse to heaven. Exactly. You know, so that's uh, and uh, like I mentioned earlier, uh, we do have like a host couple. We have a host priest. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times they'll they'll take the couples up around the altar, mm-hmm. explain everything because uh, uh, there are couples that aren't. Uh, uh, different faiths, right, you know, right. marrying a Catholic. Mm-hmm. So they don't know what, what what's the significance of the robe. What's a pallet? You know, what what is this this cup up there on the altar? You know, so he explains a mass to, to non-Catholics mm-hmm. and a lot of times poorly educated Catholics <laughs> sure, as yeah, well. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I didn't know that, yeah. you know. So, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's a really... Um, well, I call it a fun-filled weekend. I suppose mm-hmm. after I get done, I'm the last guy that talks. So okay. <laughs> no pressure. Wait, wait for this guy to <laughs> really? get off of yeah. here. You know. That's right. So yeah, we we talk about after the five love languages. We do talk about intimacy. Mm-hmm. We do talk about um, you know uh, what what their whole experience with the weekend mm-hmm. was and what they would uh, as a couple. Uh, you know what 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 did they get out of it? Kind of circle around sure. and bring it together at the end. So yeah. intimacy, what a great thing. You probably use this into me mm-hmm. see, right? Right. See, see me as the person I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it, it's wonderful because uh, there, there's more kinds of, uh, when people think of intimacy, they also always think of sexual right. intimacy, right. but there's so much more than that. <laughs> you know, there's the, the, the psychological intimacy. There's, you know, just having someone close to mm-hmm. you, um, you know, and they 
a lot of times couples don't don't see that coming in. Right, so right. hopefully they get that out of the weekend as yeah. well. So true. A couple of things come to mind with that. About the main thing is to get your spouse to heaven. I always tell Veronica, you got to have you lift, honey. You got to drag <laughs> yeah, me sorry. to heaven. That's your job. <laughs> and the second thing is we talk about intimacy. You know, I've learned, you've probably found it true in your marriage as well, that the actual, the, the sexual part, mm-hmm. when we are doing the other parts well, the psychological, the you know, really loving and, right. and, and sharing this this together. My wife is so much more open, right? They're the barometer of the marriage, right? Mm-hmm. When they know that I love her, I'm there for, I'm helping with, with whatever the chores are that I'm really focused on right. our marriage. The, the physical part is so much more fulfilling for both of us. Mm-hmm. And it, people don't, that's another part of, uh, that couples don't talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't talk about, um, you know, day-to-day living. Right. You know, they just, uh, you know, whether they're very compartmentalized or anything, they mm-hmm. think of the ceremony and then 50 years later, we're still married. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't think about uh, the day-to-day livings yeah. and, and that's some of the stuff we talk about in the conflict resolution. And, of course, the love languages, too. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you make up after a fight? Right. So, yeah. And yeah. everybody does fight. You know, that, Exactly. That's right. There's no perfect marriage out there. Exactly. Well, maybe there was, but well, that okay. was 2,000 years ago. <laughs> that's right. So, <laughs> and if there ever was any problem, we know whose fault it was. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Poor, Poor Joseph. Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and you're St. Joseph. It's, it's fun to recognize that, yeah. that the, the fathers and the husbands do have a role because uh, we do most of the time center on, on marrying Jesus. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Very vital role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. You know, talking about the liturgy, you know, I, I, I love thinking about our, our marriage as a liturgy as well. Liturgy means, you know, the people's participation in the mm-hmm. work of God. That's what we do at Mass, right? Right. But that's what we also do in our marriage. Each day, each each you know, drying of a dish, each vacuum, each change of the diaper, that mm-hmm. is part of our liturgy of love that we have in our marriage. That's right. And realizing that we're in this together, yeah, you yeah. know, that, that, like I said before, the selfish part of us yeah. before we got married, it all changes now that we're a husband and yeah. a father, yeah. you know, um, the, the house is ours. It's not just, uh, you know, the wife does all the housework. It's right. not like that anymore. Exactly. You know, things have changed. Yeah. Uh, they're not like the 1950s where only one, one spouse works, yeah. you know, so it's uh, a, a lot of times it's getting through to the men, <laughs> you, <laughs> yep, know, that, yep. you know, family is a shared thing and yep. you have to, you know, do a lot of the the yep. dishes and the diapers. Yep. Exactly. So true. We've touched on a few of these, Jeff, but a couple of minutes we have left. Just how has this helped your marriage? You know, you're teaching this and learning about this and sharing this. Well, a lot of times it helps me not to take Michelle for granted, mm, like you know, that. because, uh, I, you know, when I'm teaching these things in the back of my head, I'm thinking a little checklist. Am I doing this? You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, I and when I come home, I'm usually a lot better husband, at yep. least for a while. Anyway. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, so at, and when we were a host couple, we hosted for seven years. Um, we'd come home and we we're just on fire mm-hmm. at the end of the weekend mm-hmm. because we, we felt so good and we got to meet couples. And sometimes you actually know people mm-hmm. that are in there. So um, it, it was a wonderful experience and always kind of kept me on my toes a little bit. Yeah. And being a counselor, you know, um, it's like, okay, you know, if I'm a, a slob and yeah. I go home, I can't tell the next yeah. guy to pick up his clothes, exactly. you know. <laughs> Counsel so, or heal thyself, right? Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> and so it, it it's really kept kept me mm-hmm. um you know enlightened and, and with the marriage mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. not taking it for granted like i said earlier it makes me a little more humble too yeah yeah so true that that's so important jeff any final thoughts about about a minute left here um you know one of the things i want to get across to couples when they 
at the end of it is that marriage takes work. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. y- you hear you know, marriage is a, a journey, but uh, it does take a lot of effort, mm-hmm. and, and you can't take it for granted. Uh, a lot of times in marriage counseling, what I see is somebody continues to grow in their love and their faith, in their career, and the other spouse wants to stay the same. Mm-hmm. And, and that just never works. So mm-hmm. I always in- want couples to actively work on their marriage, have date nights. Mm-hmm. Even if you have four or five kids, you can still have a date night. You know, you just need that time to get away and to, and to enjoy your spouse, you yeah. know. So um, I guess what I want people to learn is uh, couples is that it takes work. A good marriage takes work. It does. And it's a labor of love, though, right? I mean, you know, the, the, what I've found, you know, got married very, very late. I think I got married at 49, Jeff, mm-hmm. you know. Imagine the the poor, the, the rough edges Veronica had to help rub off of me. Right. You know? And we're still working on them. But by the mm-hmm. grace of God, it's, it, it's amazing. Uh, but anyway, uh, it's, it's, it's just, it's so good, that labor of love and relationships really are what satisfy good, yep. lasting, wholesome, strong relationships. Right. At the end of your life, you don't look back and look at your job. You know, you look yep. at the relationships that you built and, and the people that you love. And it, it's, it's so important to, to get that good foundation right at the beginning. Yeah, it's so true. And, and it's kind of fun to see as they carry on, right? I mean, again, I got married late, but you see with some of your children as they grow up, as they get mm-hmm. married, as they having kids, and you're in the grandparenting role now, just to see those relationships. And has your role kind of changed a little bit to grandparent? Isn't that a great role? Like, okay, I get to see the kids, but yep. then they get to go home. I get to spoil and work them all up and tickle <laughs> them and then give them back. That's yeah. right. Exactly. <laughs> but, but, but you know, it really is great. I've the, the the importance of having extended family around is also very important. Mm-hmm. And one of those, uh, what we we try to teach in the weekend is keeping those social uh, structures. Yeah. You know, it may not be family; it could be friends. Right, but exactly. You got to, yeah. and a lot of those your friends you develop at church. Yeah. You know, so we try to. In, in, you know, encourage the faith aspect right away. Exactly, exactly. Jeff, if anyone wants to get a hold of you or get in touch with you, how would they do that? I do have a website. Mm-hmm. I'm on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I just moved. Uh, I just moved to the University of Mary building in Fargo. Oh, okay, so, sure. Uh, it's a wonderful faith-filled uh, mm-hmm. building. There's another. Catholic is that what we call the Butler but Building? It is a okay. Butler yeah, Building. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, it. Uh, so if they want to get a hold of me, the you know I'm also a member of CatholicTherapist.com. You okay. can get a hold of me that way as well. So okay, sounds good. Well, Jeff, thanks so much for being on. We appreciate right, thanks, it. Thanks, Tim. Had fun. Uh, all right, Jeff Bates <laughs> from Vita Counseling. Up next, we have Father Shannon Bouquet from Human Life International. You're listening to Real Presence Live. We'll be back right after this. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 